Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we're all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Instances that made me really riled up, whereas others I was like very calm and chill. Mm. And I, when I reflected, I was like, why was I so affected on some days and not? and more equipped to handle and be calm on other days, I realized it was because the days where I exploded at the end of the workday, not in front of the client, of course, the differentiator <laughs> was really because like, um, I felt accused. So the oh. belief was because... Welcome back to Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Yorchi Financial Coconut. And I'm Don Eshi Bajupi. Today on set, we're going to talk about a really interesting topic, which is about finding balance. Very voo-voo one, very voo-voo. <laughs> we're trying to make it less so. <laughs> the key question we're trying to answer in this episode really is, is it possible to find balance in a city like Singapore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have two very interesting friends on the show. Would you like to just introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Jaslyn, founder of The Busy Woman Project, mm. a platform for busy women to find their purpose and balance through mental, physical and financial health. That's why you're here today, <laughs> right? And we have a lot to talk. Yes, and... <laughs> Hi, I am Jamie Joy. Jamie, I am a pre-postnatal exercise specialist. I help pregnant mamas get fit for their babies and I help pregnant mamas who have given birth who are not pregnant anymore to go back to their pre-pregnancy weight. Mm. In case you couldn't tell, Jamie is just freshly one year postpartum. We shocked all of us because none of us were expecting that. But yes, we will <laughs> learn more about her. You can yeah, check I, her out I on I mean, she's social. my friend, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that shocking for me, but I get it, I get it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but we... But we have to contextualize, right? So what is cons- what is considered balance? Or maybe in the context of like living a quality life in Singapore, right? What is a balanced way of life in Singapore? Just just so everybody knows, right? I think the government is trying to retire the word balance, yeah? So it's no longer work-life balance, it's work-life harmony, harmony. right? So- <laughs> you haven't checked out episode, we'll link it in the comments below, but please go ahead and check out our episode on Forward Singapore, yes, where yes. we dissect and talk about how this has completely shifted. Yes. into work-life harmony. harmony and the difference in the keywords is very important <laughs> huh? lots of insinuations over there that you need to unpack we'll just continue on this discussion of balance right so what is a balanced life in singapore for for all of you i mean starting from it it's a very nuanced but for me personally it's when there's so many things outside of our control balance to me is like feeling that inner locus of control and feeling that inner peace in my inner world. So it's building that safe home and safe space within. So it's a it's a state of mind in that sense. It's not about balancing multiple different things in your life. It's state of being, but that would be part of it as well. Mm. Because if you think about the will of life, right? So mm. there's your relationships, there's your career, there's your finances, so on and so forth. There are certain periods of time where you would be over like emphasizing on something more than the other, but it's accepting which one you want to prioritize. And finding that, you know, inner circle or inner balance for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You want to achieve something that you're going to achieve. Like, there's, I find that there is no balance. It's like how, how you prioritize things, like what you say. Whether you want to put in more effort and more time into, say, your career. Then some, things, some other things in your life got to give. Like your time with your family or like um, your personal time got to give. Like there's, we only have 24 hours a day. Like how, how to... Okay, it, 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 a bit hard to quantify. But but if let's say I ask you to like 
define it in a way where, you know, describing a life in Singapore, what is considered a balanced life? Because these are concepts, right? Like you talk about inner peace, right? Finding that balance, you know, all that, right? But what is a balanced life in Singapore? You know what I'm saying? Like, like how, how does it look like? How does it look like? I think as someone who is multi-hyphenate, <laughs> I love it. I another big word. It's a multi it's all like that. In reality, I think that it's an apt word to describe most of us today. Mm, mm. Like, we are playing multiple roles and we're expected to play all of them well, if not at 100 or 120%. Yes. But it's very difficult to be 100% in every single domain of our lives. So, for the women especially, yes. um, we're expected to be 100% mom, <laughs> right? We're also expected to still continue to do well at work, especially right after coming back from maternity leave. Um, we're still expected to be a good daughter, a good wife, um, a good in-law, make a good impression and see men are standing in the family, help with the kids and then keep the household in order, uh, make sure that the house is clean for our husband to come in. There's just so much and we could go on forever. And we haven't even started talking about like keeping in shape, looking good, maintaining your friendships and everything mm, else in mm. between. For me, right, when I think about a balanced life, like living a balanced uh, life in Singapore, of course, for a lot of y'all that tune in, you know that I don't I don't spend all my time in Singapore, right? Because Singapore is very intense. There are a lot of things involved. And it's very fast-paced. But for me, when I think about living a balanced life in Singapore, essentially is I know what I want and I'm pursuing that thing. And in the process of pursuing that thing, I don't crack, right? That's kind of how I, I think about it, right? That means like if I want to pursue career growth at this point in time, or I want to pursue the business progress at this point in time, okay, I lock and load it getting that done meanwhile i know there are other secondary goals right or like there are a few other goals it rarely do people pursue one one goal specific right like mm -hmm. especially when you're changing you know with with kids and all these other things start to come in right okay then you've got multiple goals that you're pursuing at one time and in this process you don't want to crack right in this process this grind you want to feel okay you want to feel comfortable you want to feel like you know i got this and I think that is the life that Singaporeans want. On top of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it's like they want everything, all these other things, but then you want to feel like, ah, I got this. This is working. Yeah, you're in yeah. control, which is, I, I get what you're saying, right? And I think that is the balanced life in Singapore. Not about doing less of this, you know, or, or, mm. or something, right? So Yeah, Singapore. and I think Singaporeans know the value of hard work, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's really getting clear about what really matters to you. Mm. What, are the va what are your core values that are driving you forward mm. and you then choosing a sustainable like kind of roadmap for you to get there because more often than not when we hear about burnout and yeah. stuff like that right it's typically when your values or who you are is very misaligned with like your organization or what's going mm -hmm. on and something that's outside of your control that you feel like ah okay i need to take a step mm. back or then i burn out mm. Mm -hmm. yeah and like you say when something is off balance a lot in one segment of our life i think we need to work even harder to get it back for the other segment can you share a little so like for example if you're working in a job where you don't enjoy or you're being asked to do things that you don't exactly agree with right let's say if you believe in certain ideals but your job requires you to sell something else that run contrary to these ideals mm. so there's going to be this disconnect then when you go back you need to repair that disconnect Mm. And we may not have enough time on a daily basis to keep repairing that gap. Mm. So that just grows bigger and bigger until the day where you're like, you know what, for the sake of my mental wealth, uh, mental health, I'm going to just throw the letter and leave. Mm. So it becomes very extreme, mm. right? And that's where I think uh, if we don't have one segment in alignment, everything else will suffer and it's hard to get balance. But for me, right, when I think about that, right, I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've recently have a lot of friends that are changing industries and all that, right? and then they start to talk to me. Then I was like, okay, so essentially what you're trying to do now, talking to me, is to close the story in your head. Lah, right? You're trying to build a story in your head that makes sense such that you can find peace with whatever you're doing. And to be fair, right, if over a prolonged period, you cannot find peace in, in whatever you're doing, right? Essentially, you cannot drink the kole or sell the koyo, right? right? Uh, the local language is sell the koyo, right? So if you cannot sell the koyo, eventually you get phased out in whatever you're doing. Because if after we observe for a while, right, everybody at the uh, upper echelon of particular thing, right? It's quite similar one, right? They have a little bit of a difference like in the finance world or amongst like the lawyers or amongst the, you know, the medical professionals, you know, or even the nurses or teachers, right? A lot of them are very similar as you move up. 
and the structure requires you to be like that. If not, you cannot move up. Mm. Right? So so to me, right, eventually you, you reach a point where if you cannot reframe that story in your head, then you throw a letter and go, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But the the real cure, the the prolonged cure shouldn't be a situation of constantly trying to like heal. You know, like ah, oh, mm. I'm not aligned, I heal. I'm not aligned, I heal. It's more like okay, I'm not aligned. Can I, can I make this work, right? Is mm-hmm. this, can I realign this thing? Then I can find the balance and the peace, you know? Yeah, y- yeah. You know what I'm saying? We are always like trying to find the disconnect that makes us uncomfortable. But I feel like everywhere you go, you are bound to, f- bound to feel uncomfortable. Like you, whether you work for boss A and this company doesn't make you feel good, then you throw letter, you go to boss B. Maybe he, he or she does another thing that doesn't make you feel good. Then... The question boils back to yourself, ma, mm, right? Mm, in an ideal world, we want to have our own rules, have our own life, but I mean, we yeah. are in Singapore. La. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's just a Singapore thing. La, true, right? true. But, but the idea is that it's true, right? When you work in an organization, there are certain expectations. And of course, when even in the society, in society, there are certain expectations, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you cannot make it, then, then it becomes very hard. La. So actually, what I'm hearing is there's like, you know, two prong, right? One part is that you accept that this is the situation you're in and then letting go of some things that are outside of your control. But the other way of looking at it is like, if you are, I mean, sometimes also a luxury of able to be, to be able to do that, but to think about like, what exactly is driving you? What are the things that really matter to you? What are, why is this pattern repeating, right? And to really have that inner dialogue as to what is the reason that this keeps happening to me and how am I actually playing a part in this happening to me mm. so that you can try to make some shifts within your life to not have that pattern repeat to you again. Because I know you work with a lot of people, right? So like, do you have an example that can help us take this in a more tangible uh, way? How about any one of you who has like a real like challenge? Oh, we're doing this live. <laughs> real challenge. Okay, real challenge, anyone. Okay. I can volunteer. Okay. I think like I run at more than 100% every single day. There will be moments in life when work comes up to fill more of your time. Mm. Um, like a crisis or an issue or a new project might come up and it demands more of your time. But the problem is when you're running at 100% already, you don't have that extra time to take. Mm. So recently what has been happening is um, I have been taking that time off from the family and from administrative household matters. So like bills are being paid late. Mm. Um, I'm missing out on, for instance, uh, we're going on a trip and there are some admin stuff like you have to buy travel insurance, you have to apply for the, the visa and you completely lose track of these things mm. only the last minute. Mm. Yeah, So that's something that has not been as ideal in a normal scenario when work everything is on par, mm. we can stay on top of things. Mm. But because it's a season where work has completely has gone up a lot, then something else has fallen short and this is really the household administrative stuff. Mm. Yeah, so this is a challenge because I'll give you an example and and there's a lot of stress, for instance, as finance creators, we know that if you want to reduce your tax bill for next year, you need to get all of your moves done by this month, Yeah. right? And that was something that I started um, on last month. So in November, I already like, okay, I have two more months left to the year. I need to really go and calculate and then see how much do I need to put in my SRS account? How much do I need to donate to charity? How much do I put in my mm. CPF account? And all of these moves to reduce my tax bill come April. Mm. Well, we're already in the second week of December and I haven't done anything. Mm. Because mm. every single time I want to sit down and do that, something else comes up. Like a new client brief comes in. Mm. A client reverts with changes and it's due in the next four days. Or another inquiry comes in and then you have to ex- uh, work with them on whether this is suitable, whether it's on brand. There's just so many things that comes up to fear. Like we haven't even talked about like corporate work. Yeah, mm-hmm. So that would be one challenge. I think I wouldn't be the only one facing this. Right. A lot of us are running at 100%, right? So what would be the, the balance to find in such a case? Then? So it sounds really overwhelming. Mm, yeah, I hear right? it's overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, <laughs> it's very like, overwhelming. Too much. Next. <laughs> and there's no next. Okay. Was no there next. a time in your life before that you have felt a similar way? During my wedding, maybe? Yeah, mm. I was running at 100% before my wedding as well. And then w- with the wedding becoming like 500%, so many gazillion tasks that you need to do to make sure the wedding is on track, right? Then everything else starts to feel... Like, you don't have time. Mm. Yeah, and that's when the overwhelming sensation comes in. I think also when preparing for the kids' birth, 
uh, in the immediate aftermath of the kid being out. Aftermath of the kid. Yeah, because you go from <laughs> sleeping eight hours to sleeping two no hours. No joke, I tell you. Do you feel that overwhelming sensation oh, as well? The first four months, uh, mm-hmm. then I am generally a very chill person, as you can tell from my body language. So... What I do, I just hire help. Uh, <laughs> Someone uh, just offload la. Husband, I cannot do cannot do the best, never mind. La. Can do better than me right now. Mm, like, mm. I, I accept it because I know I cannot put 100% mm, in this mm, area. Mm. Then just offload to other people. Mm, mm. Yeah. Delegation. Yeah. So that's a, that's a challenge, like the overwhelming. So how how would we find? Because this is a live example, right? Mm. So yeah, so for see? example, like the tendency that usually happens, right? Is that there is a lot around like achiever, perfectionist and also one thing is like trying to do everything for everyone but yet a lot of it may potentially be self-imposed right so I wonder how now that I'm saying it I'm condensing it how does that feel for you as I'm saying this yeah all three sounds like a tick box that I would put in in a form (laughs) so by doing all of this like how do you feel that you are a part of being this being in this scenario right being at a hundred percent and yet needing to be 120%. How are you involved in this? I think it's the self-expectations. Mm. Yeah, always wanting to do everything well. And sometimes it comes from the fact that I would love to delegate and I've delegated a lot of things. Uh, but even when you delegate, there's still things that you need to control. Mm. There's still training and tasks that you need to help the team with. There's still escalations that you need to step in. Yeah, yeah. So that's when it's hard to really take a step back. <laughs> I think we also need to realize that, okay, in the pursuit of finding that balance, yes, sometimes you are not in balance, but it's fine, right? Mm. But you, you need to know that when you're not in balance, right? This, this thing is, is like burning candles on both sides, right? Like, like this thing is burning fast, right? And you can potentially get into a burnout situation quite, quite soon. Right. So then after that, you got to kind of adjust, adjust it. Right. Like, like yeah. So I think that's kind of yeah. how, how I think about and it. And also in inherently acknowledging that this is what I'm going to do at this point in time. Mm. And that there may be some saboteurs, which is like the perfectionist tendency, the achiever tendency that may be at play and just acknowledging that mm. that's mm. going to happen. But life is like that. There's never, it's never, there's never going to be this like, I'm like super zen and super in balance or in harmony, right? So it's gonna shift from time to time. I think one of my one of my good friends, Zad, right? Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. I, I was telling him, "Oh my god, the problems never end." And he was like, "Babe, you are the problem. <laughs> you are expecting problems to end." I was like, "Oh, okay." That's a very good yeah, insight. Yeah, and then I took some I took some time to process it, right? I took some time to process it, and then that narrative then gets thrown out of my head. Right? So, so it's like, okay, problems will never end. So stop expecting the problem to end. Instead of always hoping for problems to end so that I can be in this balance and at a peace stage, right? I've shifted the idea and try to work with the problems, right? Like, okay, this problem is going to come anyway. It's going to come, right? So instead of trying to stop it from happening, I look at, okay, so if there's a problem, what do I do, right? What can I prioritize? How do I kind of manage this thing? And how do I get into myself how do I get myself into a better position where I can manage more problems? I would also like to offer is like what mm. kind of shit and problems and challenges you want to fight for, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, some of course you can't help, like some of it is outside of your control and you have to take ownership of it. But if there is an optionality of you actually picking the problem, it's like what pain are you willing to strive for, right? Mm. And like for your careers, your entrepreneurship, like you're willing to go for that pain because it means something to you at its core. Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, entrepreneurship. Uh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, a lot of shit, I want to tell you. Yes, yes, yes. I think the big question we need to ask ourselves also is like, how can we get ourselves back in balance? Mm. Right. So as you see, like problems come, they go, then a new one will come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so happens, there will so. always be problems. Mm, uh, mm. There will be waves, ups and downs. Sometimes when it gets overwhelming, then it'll taper off again. And then the next overwhelming stage will come. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So in between all this, on this whole journey, what can we do realistically in Singapore to try and get back that inner peace that we have? Go to the gym. (laughs) <laughs> Go to the gym. I feel at peace when I'm in the gym. Hence, uh, I chose this career because like, what's, what's better than finding joy at what you do and like keep doing it as a career? Um, so yeah, for me, it's going to the gym. Mm. It's like it's like my me time. So I train without music. I can run a half marathon without music. And just like, okay, some people may think that it's a bit too much. Lah, but I feel that is the time for myself and I prioritize it. Gymming is not like it's mindless, you know. It, the exercises may look like it's mindless and look like um you're just like squatting and just moving your body up and down, right? But actually, <laughs> a lot of focus is just using the correct muscle group. Mm. So then you are just um because our minds are constantly moving. So just pull your con- your moving mind from this problem to just focusing on the exercise. Then it's like a um momentarily you're just withdrawing yourself from thinking too much. Yeah. Which is why I prioritize my time in the gym or training. It's non, uh, non-negotiable. non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it sounds like mindfulness, right? On some yeah, level, it is. right? Uh, it is mindful movement. Approve? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, definitely. It's mindful movement. I mean, why we even discuss this topic is because we don't want people to break, right? In that sense, right? You, you want to you want to do the grind and you want to find that balance and peace so that you don't you don't break down in the process of trying to achieve what you want to achieve, right? And you see people do all sorts of things to optimize. So, so just want to get your view, right? Yeah. I mean, looking at the community, I'll, I'll speak about community first and then myself, but community, definitely a lot of the movement because if, whether you're strength training, you're running, or even if you're walking in nature, there's a lot around like, putting all your devices aside and actually spending time with your yourself, your body. For me personally, it's actually getting in touch with my mind. Like, so how am I feeling today? Even starting with that, right? So I am feeling stress and I feel it in my body. And what are some of the thoughts that are crossing my mind at this point in time? What is it do I need to know? And what is my heart saying, right? So it's, it's a lot around like, self-compassion mm. um, because a lot of times like we are we're already doing a lot mm. right so it's around like giving yourself a pat on the back mm. and knowing that you are doing the best that you mm. can at this point in time yeah so but my my extensive routine would be movement i think that's also anchor. where sometimes the stress comes in mm. because like you said like jess you're very deliberate and you arrive early, you journal, and while you were doing that mindfulness activity, you didn't even touch your device, right? That's why you, you, you say I'm early and she didn't reply you. Yes, eh? But for <laughs> most other people, most people would reply very quickly, uh, uh, right? Uh, so that's that, that always on. Uh, and yeah. I was reading an article recently shared to me by a friend where they were saying that technology has this insidious nature of filling up your time without you realizing it's it. It's true. So we true. think that technology buys us more convenience and frees mm. us up for other things in life, but the reality is it adds so much more to our plate. It's true. Like if we think about it, back then in the our parents' era, going on a holiday simply meant going to the travel agency, booking, giving the passports, they'll handle everything. Mm. And then even the travel insurance and everything, they'll take care of it. All you need to do is give the passport, pay money, and show up. Mm. But today, because it's all DIY, thanks to technology, we are the ones who have to stock for the drop in price mm. for all the air tickets. Mm. And that takes a lot already. And then after that, you buy already, you need to make sure that you buy your travel insurance. Mm. Then you need to book your own lodging and you have to take care of everything. So even just one holiday, which is meant to give us back that balance to help us recharge, there's so many things yeah, yeah. Uh, attached to it. Even you meeting a friend, right? In the past, you'll just be like, Okay, see you there on the first uh, at Nanyang Coffee, 8pm, done. You just show up. Mm, Today, mm. you'll be like, hey, uh, what should we eat? Uh? Maybe coffee not very nice. Actually, uh, I was googling for reviews. I see nearby 
you got another cafe, maybe better leh. Mm. Yeah, and then maybe we should wait. Hey, wait ah, wait ah. Let me check whether uh, any app got discount. Mm. So we do all of these little things, and it just make our lives more complicated. So stress. And it adds, yeah, yeah, it adds to the stress and off yeah. balance. But you go through this whole mirage of stressful activities comparing you know blah 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 and i, I did that right recently I, I went to travel and uh yeah it's it's like i went through this whole circuit and yeah i realized so i just booked from the hotel directly they give you 20 percent off right so i after i offload and i booked from there and they sent the, the the platform sent me a ping it's like oh special discount for you it's like, it's just, they, they're tracking me right it's so annoying it's so annoying yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. thing so you you realise in the end that you get the 20% if you book directly with the hotel but yeah. most people don't yeah, uh, yeah. and not every hotel has that yes, benefit yes, as yes. well more hotels should do it la. they're stupid <laughs> la. you pay 20-30% on the, on the, the platform yeah, fees right. just go direct yes yeah but I think the, also, the other challenge is emotionally like what Jess you were saying earlier how do you feel what, what role do we have that makes this pattern keep repeating Mm. And part of it really is the fact that if we book today, we choose choice A. And then we find out later that had we chosen choice B, we could have saved like 20% and we beat ourselves so up why, for why it. why are you affected by it then? Like why do you feel, why do you even feel affected by it? Because we wish we could have, we could have saved that money uh. and then use that money to spend on something else during the holiday or okay. to make okay. more, like we'll feel very picture. Right? Uh. Like, ah, oh, Today, I paid $20 when actually I could have only paid $13. And how does that throw you off balance then? It shows us off balance then because the next time we do the activity, Mm. we want to strive to get option B right from the start. So Mm. we don't Mm. feel these feelings. Mm. But then going for that option B and entails having to compare, do all the administrative work, which then takes up more of our time. So it's like, it's hard to have both. What else? How will you how will you then get yourself back into balance in, in this discussion? So for me, one thing that I've learned over recent years, especially after becoming a mom, is that just you don't never balance. <laughs> Life is hard, right? Being a mom is crazy. No, no. It's about like just let these money go. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like the old me when I was single and had a lot more time on my hand, I'll be like, why should I be paying twenty dollars when I can pay thirteen? Mm-hmm. But today I'm like, you know what? I'll just pay the 20 and just let it go. Oh, budget babe, no back. longer budget. <laughs> no, but it comes because it's a trade-off, right? <laughs> you would budget for the bigger things. And it makes more sense. But, but the mm. problem is, it's actually easier for most of us as consumers to budget and save on these little dollars. Because yeah. yeah. that's where they make it easier for us. They mm. make it accessible. Mm. But it's in the bigger things that is not that straightforward. <sighs> Whereas when you crack that, you save more money and save yourself a lot more trouble at True. one shot. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. And a lot of the stress comes from all these little things, right? You want to buy bubble tea? Hey, should I buy Koi, Liho or Gongcha? Or which, which brand got promo now? Uh? Hey, if I use my DBS card or my UOB card, hey, UOB now got $1 off. Hey, wait, but if I use my DBS, I get four miles per dollar. So which card should I use? Mm. And all of that just weighs on your decision making. Yeah. Mm. So I've been making more of this kind of decision to get myself out of that because otherwise, it's never ending. The mm. amount of work you need to do just to save these dollars right goes on and on and on and on yeah it's like what's the cost of your stress yeah Yeah, exactly what's the cost of our stress Mm. and it is and it's as if you can beat the big boys right like to be fair the the structure is crazy or the algos to target us at the right time don't 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 think you can beat that You, you you are you are deluding yourself right i think that's that's where it is Oh, my husband is like somewhat like you. I'm the chill one. So say our wedding, for example. So I'm the su- super chill one. So like um, we set out to meet different hotels for our wedding. And I just went to the first one. I'm like, okay, this one, this one. I don't want to Then he's like, Nani? Nani? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put myself through all the stress thinking about the budget. Like, just this one. This one, this one. I mean, they're... To me, they're all going to be similar anyway. So just like, just go ahead with it. Uh. Mm, yeah, mm. so maybe it's interesting to know from your perspective because then I understand how my husband thinks. Okay, so we are promoting family harmony. Uh. Today is sponsored by of Social and Family. You know, yeah, I feel like there's so many sponsor plug that can come in. So I think I see two tracks, right? Essentially, one thing is you try to kind of manage this process right like when, when things are off you try to come back in and you do all that you know things that you're, you you try to get yourself back on on the balance right and then the other thing is about like kind of like re deprioritizing some of these things and all your stress factors essentially kind of removed right right so i think i think that's kind of where where we're thinking about the problem right or the situation yeah. right so, yeah, so what or potentially some- take a step back 
of course, if time permits and all these other factors, and really go in into process around like what does success mean for you? What's your definition of success? What do you really value? What really matters? What is the reason I'm actually scrutinizing over the the dollars, the one one dollar or a couple of cents versus looking at a bigger picture? Is it actually I want my kids to enjoy? Uh, a certain thing, like a certain outcome, a bigger outcome versus the little thing. So I think if potentially there's a number three, that would be... I think also there's room for changes in the conversations that we have with our friends. So like not every one of us have friends where like you and that, you know, they can just wake you up. But I think like the problem also is that we feel this stress to keep up with our social life. Mm. But oftentimes when we meet up with our friends, what do we really discuss? Mm. A lot of it is like, oh yeah, how's your kid? How's your work? It's very level one kind mm. of conversation. Mm. That's how I would categorize it. Mm. And not many of us will be able to go one step deeper to have friends and like, hey, let's sit down and, you know, reflect on what we have achieved this year, mm. what we want to get done for next year how can we support each other through that maybe a challenge to you listeners that you can explore mm. is how can we curate maybe a group of small trusted friends maybe just say even one other person or two or three yeah. and when we meet it's really about helping each other grow mm-hmm. and mm. not less so on where we are in our family i mean Talking about feelings is important, mm-hmm. right? That's what friends are for as well. But we also want friends who can help us grow to the next level. And sometimes being able to reflect on all these things with friends can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we don't have the space to do that by ourselves, mm-hmm. sometimes meeting up for a friend say, hey, let's have coffee and let's uh, do a reflective 2023 plus look ahead in the 2024 exercise together. Yeah, I think that's and then getting good. someone with the extra perspective to mm-hmm. bring all these insights out that can help versus us procrastinating and like, okay, I'm going to do it and then I go home and I never get it done. We, we, we think that there are these three angles, right? But I, I want to kind of push a little bit on the like discovery, you know, like because this is a very therapy mindset. Yeah, it's, it's like a therapy strat, right? Essentially trying to dig down what, what's happening, you know, where, where does this come from and it can be reframed that, right? But from a personal angle, how do you how do you practice it? How do you do it? Like from a very low level individual can practice style process. Mm. And I, I don't think it has to be looked at it at like as like a therapy thing. Uh, it's really looking at, you know, having building a connection or friendship with yourself, mm, right? Mm. And so potentially it can be, um, you know, how are you feeling really? It really is to that basic like really level of emotions are not meant to be something like we run away from. Mm. It's something we all go through. And all of us feel a certain way at a certain point in time. Sometimes we're happy and we should be celebrating Mm. that, right? And then gaining awareness of... Because I feel like a lot of times we are a lot in our thoughts and that's a lot of us were brought up in that way. And it's how do we, you know, be connected with, okay, I'm feeling happy and actually I'm feeling happy and I know it because I feel a bit more free in my chest area, right? Mm. And what are some of the things that make me really happy today? Oh, I met this friend here. I did my workout. I committed to myself. Mm. And how do I know that this would serve me moving forward? Should I build a habit or practice around it? So um, a lot of it, I feel it doesn't have to be complicated. It can start from simple questions to yourself and building a habit around it. So the little steps, the little habits actually serve, you know, uh, us in a longer run versus some big change around that. I think that's a really important point because also I realise that when we don't do these exercises on ourselves and we're so disconnected, what often happens in many families is that one partner will come back like, I just had such a bad day and they need to let it out. They need to let off steam. They need to rent. Oftentimes, unfortunately, that gets taken out on the kids or on the other partner Mm. and then it affects that relationship which then later means that we have more work to put in and more time is needed to repair that. So if we can spend like maybe a good advice from what you shared earlier is maybe even just five minutes at the end of every day before we lay down to bed, wind down and ask ourselves, uh, how do we feel today? Um, Is there anything we wanted to improve on? And really just connect with ourselves as a friend 
we would need less of our partners and our family members to be that support for us mm. so that their support can then really only come in when it's a crucial tipping point and we really need all the help that we can get. Mm. And if there there is any form of like, you know, potential shame around emotions, it can be a very private exercise first, right? But these little steps can even build up to like, you know, the leaders you want to see in the workplace and the people you work with because we're all humans, right? And mm. in the workplace sometimes, you know, you get so angry over like this, colleague or this co-worker or your client but actually what is that reason what is it that's triggering you because emotion at the bottom of it is typically one of your values or your needs are not being met mm. Mm. so if you can just build slowly build that connection with self to understand those needs or those values that are important to yourself can you give me an example just to kind of land it yeah values needs yeah mm. so for example if let's say i'm feeling very angry at you for some reason you turn up like 30 minutes late so and for me for example maybe punctuality is super important and because that to me means that i'm respecting this person's time and this person's respecting me so at the core of it is respect mm. right so when you breach that i'm like i'm so freaking angry at you mm -hmm. because you do not respect me right so that's actually like from this simple thing like a lesson beneath that actually to me respect in any relationship is very important. So for me, how I'm going to honor it is I'm going to turn up on time for any kind of professional or personal kind of connection or meeting with that person. I have another example to add. So like um, earlier on, you were talking about when we get triggered by clients, right? I, I actually went through something similar. About a few months back, I was getting very angry with... I work in customer client facing, mm -hmm. right? So there were certain queries and certain um instances that made me really riled up whereas others i was like very calm and chill mm. and i when i reflected i was like why was i so affected on some days and not and more equipped to handle and be calm on other days i realized it was because the days where i exploded at the end of the work day not in front of the client of course the differentiator <laughs> was really because like um i felt accused so the oh. belief was because i react when people talk in a certain way that makes that is accusatory that mm. makes me feel like I've done something wrong when I have done nothing wrong mm. like you know for instance when I'm correcting you about the price that you paid less and this is the correct price and then the client can respond like oh no I'm so sorry let me go and make the payment or the client can respond like no show me proof where in your terms and conditions that this is the price you said this so I assume this and I converted this <laughs> so then I'll get very accused because I'm like you know honestly the price is just what it is I mm. have no control, but the way they respond makes me feel accused. And mm. that's where then I get riled up. And when I started realizing that, it was about two months ago, oh, I was able to cool. then like, you know, stop responding. Mm. Whenever I felt accused, I'll just, okay, mark the email as unread. Oh, I'll come back to it one hour later. Amazing. Nice, yeah. Nice, nice. And that's there's a lot lovely. of personal responsibility there, right? Because you could have picked to, you know, scold the other person. But at that moment, your choice was to like, all right, I'm just going to take a break from this thing and I'm going to consciously reply to this person after my anger has like yeah. simmered. That is, that is very cool. Correct. That's very, it's like very recognizing cool. the role that we play because yeah. as you guys said earlier, we can't control what happens. I cannot control mm. how the other party is going to communicate that mm. but i can control how i respond to it yeah mm. and you feel more balanced you yes. feel uh, more Correct. control when you do that right yeah, okay. yeah. and After i love that, how there's a I choice in so that too yeah. Yeah. Yes. like yeah. there's that freedom of choice yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that i like so there yeah. lies the message i guess so it's about respecting ourselves and yeah. forcing those boundaries to help everyone around us understand it and communicating that and then being able to recognize when certain situation calls for us to compromise yes, on yes. those values and beliefs and then when that happens find another way to recover or yes, repair yes, from yes, it and yes. i love how the word nuance mm. came up again because yeah. i i guess it's not it's not black and white yeah. right even if you have a framework it's a rough structure for you to Work follow with, yeah. Yeah? yeah but then yeah. there's still going to be it's life yeah right yeah. it's not gonna be black and white yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah and 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 i think the there is a lot to say about the power that you have right in a sense that if you want to achieve balance right then you must be quite powerful lah, right because the the lower down society you are the lower down the rungs of the organization you are uh, you tend not to have too much control right because you're playing other people's game 
right? So on some level, you want to have a lot more control, you got to move up the power ladder. Maybe let's yeah. talk a little bit more about the middle managers and the self-employed because that forms a large part of our listeners yeah. as well. So for people in these situations where they're in the middle, mm. right, you have to manage upwards, but you also have the people below you and you need to kind of meet them at where they are. Mm. Say, for instance, if you manage a team out of Philippines and they're online, mm. they don't really use WhatsApp either. You just got to download line maybe to communicate with them, not like Viber, right? Mm. Um, and then you also have your bosses uh, uh, above you whom you need to manage and maybe they use a different mode of communication. They, have, they are used to different ways and they draw the line like you did on this is how you have to communicate with me. But then the one below you is different. Or maybe it's for the self-employed where they have to cater to all the different client types and they're still mm. in the midst of building up their brand, establishing their power. Mm. So they don't really have that privilege of being in the position yeah. to enforce it as much. Yeah. How can this group then achieve that inner balance? LL you have no choice, what, right? You're not powerful. You are in the receiving end of all this shit. You stick it, right? You take it, but you manage it through, you know, your long walks, through your gym sessions, through your beer session downstairs, which is why you go to CBD downstairs, all drinking and scolding their boss. <laughs> scolding the boss, scolding the client, scolding the contractor, everything just goes, 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 goes. But they are managing. They are managing the problem. Right, because they have no abilities to change the fundamental relationship and the process of what it is. Right. So I think this is this this is reality check, right? You cannot just believe because I think it's increasingly, especially okay, I know I sound like a boomer now, but especially amongst the younger, <laughs> the younger hires, right? They come in, right, and then they have all these expectations, like, oh, this is how it works. I was like, sorry, girl, this is not how it works. This is my space, not your space. Yes. Right? I will find space for you, but please don't come in and diva me. Okay, you're at best a stage crew, right? Please recognize who's the diva in the room. Huh? Right? And I think that is so important, right? And eventually, you know, if you're no longer in the center stage, you move to, you know, you retire, you take a smaller role, then you also got to reposition yourself, right? Because you're no longer the alpha in this relationship or in this organization, you must realize where you stand. Right, so if you are new and you got you know in this hypothetical, which I don't think is hypothetical, I think a lot of people are in that situation, <laughs> then LL, you take it, right, and then you go and like figure out other ways to kind of manage your emotions. And that, I guess that's, how I do it, that's why, and and like when you look look at burnout, right, like it's always a lot of the middle managers that get burnt out because it's mm -hmm. expectations from around, right, yes. and the question I guess agreed with sometimes things are outside of your control, but also trying to see what's within your locus of control. Yes. And taking a step back is like more for the corporates out there. Like what is a way to build a sustainable workforce and sustainable workplace for people, right? Technology is moving at light speed, right? AI and what's not. And how can we be better humans that can connect with one another and that can lead teams that can produce the outcomes and results without like people burning out all the time, yeah. right? And of course, it is not, it's a nuanced thing. It's, it's mm. not like um, one person, as long as you have tenacity, then it's okay. No. It's, mm. a, it's a balance between all of those parts, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, and I think there is a natural attrition, right? There's a natural attrition to all things. Essentially, you know, if you don't fit this culture, then you just have to fall out, mm. right? Because the system is a bit bigger than you, right? True. So, so mm. there's, there's some element to that. But okay, of course, if a company has a very high churn right, and the HR does not sound it out, right? Then you fire the whole HR. <laughs> You know, it's like, what are you doing, right? Like, 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 but I think a lot of bigger companies have uh, a better grasp of it. It's the smaller SMEs, the bosses sometimes come in and then they flare up, right? And they got mm. all these other kiki quack quack things, right? Uh, those, those, are, those are a bit more problematic. Yeah, but bigger organizations, yep. they track their churn, they track the, the ins and outs, they track the glass door reviews, you know, all that. So I think it's, it's a bit more managed, lah. Okay, so yeah. we've covered the financial part, the emotional and the mental balance part. What about for the physical part? Mm. Maybe you could share like, you know, a lot of people, especially in Singapore, we're always being told you need to exercise, you don't need to go and be healthy. But many people will surely come and tell you, I want to be healthy, I want to work out, but I don't have the time to work out. What do you? What is your advice on how they can achieve physical balance in their life then? Find time, <laughs> Really, the, the truth is find time. Like, even if it's just like 20 minutes, body weight workout, on vacation then just do it like five minutes is better than zero 20 minutes is better than five mm -hmm. yeah just mm. LL so, just mm. kind of yeah, do you it. build up the, the muscle not not the muscle like physically but yeah. if if you as you build up it, it kind of becomes something yeah like if yeah. you're consistent enough 
say you start from one time a week, gradually up to two to three times a week, then next week, one day you don't go to the gym, you feel very gao mm. Yeah, then mm. it becomes part of you, then it becomes non-negotiable already. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Find right. someone to go with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. accountability yeah. partner, yeah. or pay good money, then you both pay and you got to go along. Yeah. <laughs> feel the pain, right? Feel the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get a trainer. Yeah, there was the one thing around habits, like they're talking about, let's say, even if you say 10 minutes, right? And for some people, it's still like really tough, like 10 minutes to carve out or prioritize that time. Then if that doesn't work for you, then you really go down to one minute. Mm. Like one minute, which you actually walk around. And from the one minute, then you start building, okay, every day I'm going one minute. And then you build up there, okay, two yeah. minutes now. Mm-hmm. And then it builds up. Yeah, so habit. then you have your mm. streak ready, then you just don't want to go back. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about for instances where things happen in their life? So let's say they have built up that streak. Oh, um, this one I know, I know. I'm very good at this. Right, right. <laughs> no choice, you just drop it. Yes, right. 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 So, so things just happen. Let's say, yeah. for instance, uh, a kid gets hospitalized or yeah, an elderly yeah. parent needs to be, you need to spend that time in the hospital. Um, You need to bring them. Or something happens at work. Oh, you get sick, you get COVID. Yeah, yeah. The way yeah. going around reason, now. Yeah, for whatever reason, reason yeah. then you just fall off your routine. Mm. I use this as an example because this happened to me. Mm. Um, mm. In this, this month alone, uh, I was sick for one and a half week with a really bad strep throat and a blocked nose that couldn't, that I just couldn't run. Because when I ran, you know, when the wind mm. goes in your yeah, journey, yeah. it hurts so it much hurts. when it's pain. Yeah. Mm. So I couldn't run. And then I, I told myself, once I recover, I'll get back into it. And I had one day where I was very happy, I'm like, yeah, I get to do my cardio and my weights. And then after that, work crisis happened. I had to go and prioritize that. And then my kid fell sick. My mom-in-law mm-hmm. got COVID. So no one was helping the kids. So I had to step in. Mm-hmm. And then I look back and like, this morning I was telling myself, hey, yesterday my husband got to work out. And I'm like, hey, you're very good. Huh? You get to work out. I haven't worked out in like, what, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I feel very kawi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would, how would you usually help your clients to deal with this kind of stuff when things come in to eat up that time? L L or or help there is no way out right if it's a crisis and you're fighting a crisis yeah. everything else is deprioritized this crisis first we solve it first correct, correct. I think what is more important is don't judge yourself that you fall off the routine mm, because that correct, becomes a double correct. whammy yeah. right? correct, this shit correct. is already happening you're deprioritizing you know that you're sacrificing all these other things to solve this thing this is like you know full on the last thing you want is to judge yourself for falling off yeah. Right, but once this is done, then okay lah, you know lah, you gotta work doubly hard to get back to where you are, and then you gotta pick up to 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 go back, right? I don't think need to work kinda... doubly hard. I just pick up. Yeah, from yeah. where you left Fair. off. Then you just take a longer time. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it's it's a journey. It's not like you put in X, you will get like you put in X three times, you get three X, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's a gradual journey. Yeah, it's just. Don't beat yourself. Uh. Yeah, I think that's a really important point it. because we always, at a lot of these times, this stress is self-imposed, right? Yeah. We feel like, oh, we have let ourselves down. Yeah. Oh, I've done something irreparable to my health for not exercising for the last three weeks. Or, oh, I've been lifting weights and I finally built up muscle mass, but then all these crises happen and I haven't been exercising for three mm-hmm. weeks and now I have to rebuild my muscle mass. I lost all of that. And people give themselves a lot of shit yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's I think something it's, we need it's to a big part of the Singapore life because you're mm-hmm. just hundred percent optimized all the time. Yes. Right. When you yeah. there's no room for failure. And this would be a good time to actually check in with how you are. Because mm. mm. in terms of that guilt, right? And what is the voice telling you? Because more often than not, our voice is very harsh to ourselves. Instead mm. of like, oh, it's okay, you know, like you've, you you have a lot of things going on. That would be a gentle way of speaking to yourself. It's like, hey, shit. Like, why did you not go to the gym? Like, mm. what was the reason for you not doing this, right? So it's actually just acknowledging that and checking in and checking in what is that voice that's telling me and how can you lovingly speak to that voice Mm. in that way. Do you have any tips on how someone can correct that harsh inner voice? Because you raised a really good point. Most of us are really harsh on ourselves. How can we start to be I think you are especially harsh on yourself. I am really harsh on myself. I tell myself, why I never go to the gym? I I should have just picked up my ass and just go out of the door. Why I never? It's always that kind of talk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How can we? So the first that? part is you did it acknowledge, mm-hmm. right? So this is the voice that's talking to me, and then the second part is air out all your thoughts, whether it's just in like just talking verbally, or if you want to write it down, or just in your head, like okay, what is this voice saying? Right, saying that why am I not committing to this? Why am I being a shit at this? List everything down, and then 
as a as your wise one, right? Think about that. Is it really true? What evidence do I have that this is always shit? Like, do I have evidence that I've actually done something good? Mm. Right? So you kind of reframe mm. that. Always is a word. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. Always. You reframe. And then from there is like, what is it that I really need to know at this point in time? And it starts from baby steps, right? It may be like, Ah, okay, maybe I just need to just chill the fuck out for a little bit. Oops. Mm. Okay, like chill no, okay, for a little please. bit. Yeah, we're all adults, yeah. Okay. Kids will not watch this show too complicated. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to chill out for a little bit, right? And that's okay, right? So this process, each time when you catch yourself, you know, it's just building a little connection, a little awareness. Each time you feel that way, ask yourself. And over time, actually, I found that to be the most useful for me over the years, right? Mm. Is that the tone from being super self-critical, like, why are you not doing this? To like, you know, actually it's okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing the best that I can. There's a lot of things going on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. like, um, when you, when you speak, like when you ask yourself, but because as a person, you are really harsh on yourself already, then what are the chances of you being even harsher to yourself when you read back? Like, why am I feeling this way? Oh, because like, because I am just not good as a person but that's not true how do you then recognize that what are lies and what what isn't very good question because we have a lot of different parts in ourselves right actually mm. if you think about it right so there is the more of the child side of us there is a bit more of the critical side of us mm. but there's also the beautiful adult wise inner leader of ourselves right so when when you feel even in your body when there's a lot of negative energy to it you can feel it, right? All right, this thing is talking from a space of fear. But when you're actually coming from a space of love and a space of freedom, a space of like creativity, the, the sensation or the feelings are so different, right? So when you look at it, you're like, okay, if I were to bring my wise one and look at all of these, what would the wise one have to say to all of these statements? Mm, mm. And the feeling shouldn't be like dragging you down. It would be one that is a bit more freeing. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? What if, um, so like in that sense, what if uh, for somebody who is um, not very good at self-talk, would you recommend someone, like a, a another person to take a look and like to, to assess like whether, um, say I am usually very harsh on myself, would you recommend someone to come and see like, oh, yeah, you're just being too harsh on yourself? Would you... So I, I definitely do believe in coaches and therapists, so on and so forth. But without going to there, I actually believe that we are all naturally creative and beautiful and whole human beings. Wow, so frou frou, I like. Yes, it's a little bit frou frou. <laughs> la, but <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit frou frou. But honestly, I, I feel like we all have that innate love, right? Beneath all of that shadow of like scolding the other person, like criticizing the other person, getting angry, beneath that, there is that. But of course, if you have the right support or accountability around you and you have the luxury to have potentially like a therapist or coach or whoever to show you that accountability, yeah. But otherwise, I feel like in, internally, we actually do know that there's an inner leader within. Because I've, I've done this conversation mm -hmm. with a number of people as well and like everyone knows surprisingly. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure there will be circumstances where you're really, really harsh on yourself and it's tough. Um, but typically there is that inner leader that we all have within ourselves. Nice, nice. Okay, so I think we have gone to a lot of different angles around this, so, so that's good. In the end, I think it's all about, you know, getting yourself to the goal, right? And in that process, don't don't kind of collapse, right? And to me, that's kind of how I look at living a balanced life in Singapore. It's not about like namaste and then hiding at like Ishun or something, right? Like so, so, Why Ishun? So, yeah. Never mind, that's a side, <laughs> side story. That's a side story. Yeah. Stay very close that's to Ishun. That's a side story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Shout out to you Ishun people. Like, don't cancel us. Okay, so yeah. Thank you. We'll see you in the next episode. Meanwhile, take care. Oh, take care. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.